Welcome to Digital Cryptids Presents E3. I'm Cassidy, my pronouns are she and they, and I am joined by our chief medical correspondent, Janine. Hello. You, you want to give the folks your pronouns? Oh, that's right. I have them. Sorry. I left them in the car. Let me go get them. Okay. Okay, well, here, here they are. Here they are. Sorry, they got out. Um, My pronouns are she, her. And okay. um, yes. Was that it? Yeah, Do I need to introduce I... myself in any other fashion? Oh, I mean, if you want to. We're playing um, fast and loose here. Well, okay. Um, I am a three-time college dropout out of Gearbox University. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yes. Although not necessarily impressive given their uh, their course structure. Uh, yes, of course. I, I'm actually, uh, after today's presentation, a little bit excited to drop out for a fourth time. Oh. Well, I'll love to hear more about that as we continue. Uh, I just want the folks to know that after our discussion uh, between Jake, Charlie, and I last time, I did decide to bring my Mountain Dew onto recording. Oh, <laughs> so is, we uh, have a so we do have the Gamer Juice on site yes. now. Yes, it is Mountain Dew Rise Energy Pomegranate Blue Burst, a flavor recommended to me by my good friend Lava, um, who you will hear later this week. It is very blue. Is there any other uh, opinions on taste so far? How's it, how does it compare to other Mountain Dew? I like the orange one more because I'm very partial to citrus. Um, it's not very pomegranate-y. It's, it's very much like a, this is a blue Mountain Dew soda. You know, all of the blue Mountain Dews sort of taste the same. This is very similar in flavor profile to those. It contains 5% juice. Alright, so that that's there you have it. That's the gaming news. Thank that's you. That's the gaming news. <laughs> that's the way the game um something. Anyways, Gearbox. How do, we, how do we start with Gearbox? It sure has been a year, says Gearbox. That is true. I mean I'm not going to lie. Um I think when it comes to uh some of the presentations earlier on um, like Gearbox, there is a sense of, um, not really expecting to be presenting something like this year. Like, I think there might be a few studios that have might just thought that this was going to be another skip year and they could just like have a little bit of extra time to work on stuff. And then all of a sudden, like it kind of crept up and other people started gearing for it and they maybe didn't have like time necessarily for a build maybe, but um yeah it also it feels like specifically with gearbox's preference or press conference that uh it feels like they're trying to do the thing that devolver does which also i hate devolver's press conferences so not not really too big on these either so how did the first 10 minutes go because Um, i I timed it it was 10 minutes well uh randy pitchford did not forget his camera at medieval times and instead brought it with him to the borderlands movie set and talked to uh eli roth who was wearing a shirt that had a slur on it really yeah i totally missed that but that's a choice it's it's the g slur so it's one that most people don't catch but like my brain has been fine-tuned to noticing that one in particular for some reason um so yeah (laughs) there's that um, I, I do. I did like the part where they showed footage of Borderlands and had to put the words 
game footage, not Kate Planchett on a uh, on the screen. That was good. I think that uh, they did do a good job at um, giving us a good idea of what they really kind of wanted to 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 push the focus on, and that was the movie. Um, but I feel like. They definitely could have used a maybe a better presenter than just what looks to be Randy Pitchford um, just walking in on everybody doing work to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. It, it it feels less behind the scenes and more like I don't know. Like like when your boss just drops in with like corporate right behind them to kind of like show off oh this is one of our workers doing work continue working while i talk behind you look at him spin that foam gun we're gonna hear about we, we, we heard about how kate blanchett spins guns we didn't get to see it though no there there was no footage of kate blanchett game footage not kate blanchett i think I'm debating on whether or not I want to make it a running joke of just referring to all game footage as Kate Blanchett for the rest of these podcasts. That'd probably be really disorienting for all of my other guests, huh? Um, that would really also require them to have listened to this one, and with what more we're going to be talking about, or what more we're not going to be talking about, I think that a few people might skip it and kind of miss out on the joke. I mean, this one, we're going to, it's both of them, so they might stick around for the second half of this. Let's hope so, because uh, that's, it's definitely worth sticking around for. Um, Let's see. So the first game we see footage of, we're going to see footage of, and we're sorry, we don't see footage of it. There's no Kate Blanchett. Uh, We see the title card three times, and we get two sentences about it each time. It's Homeworld 3. It's some sort of space RTS, I guess. They just want you to know they're making it really, really badly. Yeah, that was three separate times, too, between other trailers instead of doing a larger one altogether. Mm-hmm. But with how little they do have, I kind of understand why they did this. It definitely did feel more like a... a it felt weird. Right? It was extremely weird. It was just it was like during the Ubisoft pre-show when there was just nine minutes of the Assassin's Creed guy walking in a straight line. Ooh. Well, um Anyways, we get to see the Wonderlands trailer again after it got showed at the Keeley thing. Yeah, there wasn't any additional footage for it, was there? No. Um they also didn't really say anything new about it. They were just like, oh yeah, it's a standalone fantasy setting. It's got spells in it. Um, someone uh, during the Keeley thing mentioned character customization, but there's been nothing about that. We don't know what a player character is in this game. We do know there are celebrity voices. We don't know the extent of the whose voice goes to what. Like We don't know if they're player characters or just like notable non-player they're characters. They're all going to be separately playing Tiny Tina. That is going to be quite a different thing for Will Arnett um, coming off of BoJack Horseman and Lego Batman, but you know what? Probably not as weird as role compared to BoJack Horseman and Lego Batman. 
Um, yeah, so then we see another repeat trailer, <clears throat> this time for the, the Tribes of Midgard. This time they tell us there's 10-player co-op. Um, I did I did like that they did have like a little bit of talking about it, but it was very much a little. Mm-hmm. They're very sparse of anything in any, for any of these things, except for the 10-plus minutes of Borderlands the movie. And even then, not much information was given. So you remember how the first P- the first announced PS5 game, Godfall? I do. It's on the PS4 now. There'll be a new expansion. Uh, and that was the last game thing they talked about until they went back to Randy to talk to um, Kevin Hart, I guess. Which was another five minutes about. And that means that half of the presentation was just Randy Pitchford. Yeah, that tracks. I'm trying to decide whether or not it's worth the effort of saying fuck Kevin Hart. Uh... Oh, wait. We forgot about the time that during the presentation they stopped for a bad joke break. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They they rattled off some bad uh, jokes that are uh, themed around the games they showed. I think the first one was fun. Uh, Why did the tribes of Midgard cross the road? To get to the O Thor side, that that one was funny. That I one liked was. that one. That one was the last. Anyways, one that's where Gearbox. It got, yeah, that's that's Gearbox. Um, so now time for the actual meat of this program, which is talking about the Xbox Bethesda thing. Um, starting with Todd Howard revealing um, after Washington Post accidentally leaked it this morning, uh, the trailer for Starfield. Yeah, come on into the place where fun never ends. Come on down, it's time for Starfield and Friends coming 11-11-22. That is 11 years after Skyrim. Yes, that is the the fun Bethesda number, 11-11. I don't know why they're so so hooked on that number, but it's it's like a fun one, I guess. Didn't they claim a baby for that one? Maybe. Like, they had a contest where, like, if your baby was born on that day and you named him... Skyrim. Skyrim. Are you thinking of Turok? You had to name the kid Turok? Yeah, yeah. there was uh, there was some sort of Turok promotion about naming your kid Turok. Now, I do... Now, I know or they did have a maybe changing your thing. name to Turok? I don't maybe. know. Maybe. How hard it is for trans people to get your name changed. Changing it to Turok, if I just did that... Like, I don't even care what genders what it would be. Like, just, wow. Call me Turok. I don't care. It's dinosaur gendered. Um, so, it's... Okay, it was really weird seeing Todd Howard on the Xbox stage. I don't know why it got me, like, in such a weird way. It's like, alright, it's time for Xbox. First thing we see, Todd Howard. I'm like, where's Phil? I was expecting Phil. What happened? He said we were going to see first, like, a game footage of Starfield, but all we really saw was, like, a cinematic. And from what I could, is like, is this going to be a No Man's Sky? I can't tell what this is supposed to be. Well, I mean, judging by, like, it it did kind of show, like, it was in-game footage. So, yeah. like, this this could be them just, like, flexing how much the engine that they have looks compared to, like, um, Fallout 76. I mean, that thing felt old when it first released not too long ago. And now we're kind of like seeing, I feel like, 
Bethesda saying, okay, this is kind of where all of the time and money really was. This is this is what we're working to kind of like make up for that part to, to show you that we can do games good now. Yeah. Um, it'll be an Xbox exclusive. Game Pass, day one. That's that's all of the information we have on Starfield. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. It's a stalker game, I guess. I've, I've never played one of those. I don't really have an interest personally. It seems like a game that if you liked the first one, you might like the second one. I, I will have to say, completely uh, just from a, a bystander standpoint, looking into it, they did do a lot to show off um, some really good graphic things that are capable, I guess. that I guess we have to take our capable. I did not get to see if that was in-game footage or not, but... Um, the concept that they have about the anomaly that happens. Yeah, just the throwing the metal bolts around to make sure you don't step into what is essentially some sort of fucked up black hole. Yeah, like that kind of feels like a fun thing to do with the hardware. Like that, that's, that's fun to me. Like visually yeah. speaking, just watching something I would. Visually I think... a fine game. I don't think it would be something that I would play, but it would be something I'd be interested in watching. Yes, and you can watch all you want about it on April 28th, 2022. Um, we saw Back for Blood. It's, again, this was different footage this time, though. Yeah, like, they, we did get some more, um, I guess, variety in the Zombos that were there, I think. Just, like, a different look at... I think at least one of them. I don't know. I didn't keep track of all of the other zombos. Yeah, we saw the they showed the um the the zombie versus player mode where some people get to play as zombies. They showed that off. It it really is just a Left 4 Dead. Made by the people who made Left 4 Dead. They're finally getting to make another Left 4 Dead. Um and they'll be making that Left 4 Dead and it'll release on 10 12 21. Now Janine, have you watched the other uh, uh conferences or whatever? I've been a bit sparse on them. I did check out a good amount of Ubisoft, though. Okay. Um, so I've, I've we've been coming to the conclusion so far that this might just be the year of the Left 4 Dead. Uh, you know, there's the year of the bow, year of the grappling hook. This year is the year of the Left 4 Dead. Because there have been so many games that are just Left 4 Dead. It so does far. seem like that. There's going to be another one that, without, that was... Um... That we talked of that we that we're going to get to later on, and there is mm. one that came before. Uh, geez, what was that called? It started with an A. Anacrusis. Anacrusis. That's the one that I've liked the most of the ones that I've seen. Um, um, visually, I, I like the one that may come at the end. But... Yeah, that. I mean, they they all look like they bring something like at least a little different from each other so that I think that there could be something there. But I think that if you have three friends and like a oh, good yeah. amount of time, uh, you might want to talk about which one you're going to coordinate on this. That, that reminds me that a uh, rainbow six extraction previously known as rainbow six quarantine. That's also a left for dead. It's uh, with three people instead of four, but it's still a left for dead. Oh, I think of the left for deads we've seen. Um, the one made by the Left 4 Dead people is not among the ones that I'm most excited for. But, you know, I think it's good for people that they finally get a new one of those. They get to have a bunch of choices now. 
Um, then we got like an announcement teaser thing for some game by Avalanche. It's called Contraband. I saw the words co-op and open world, and that was all I've seen. Yeah, there wasn't too much uh, up on there. They did have, however, um, really old music. So when you know when that happens, we're probably going to get a military shooter. It was a good song, though. It was a good song choice. And it wasn't like a sad cover or anything. It was just the song. I can respect that. What I can't respect is Johnny Depp, who will be coming to Sea of Thieves as Jack Sparrow. Um, they're doing a Pirates of the Caribbean expansion to Sea of Thieves. It comes out June 22nd. For free. Yeah, that's, free that's for the, the people who play that game. That's the part that kind of like really like boggles my mind, though, is because like... I don't well, know. Because there's going to be like cosmetics. You're going to have to like, you're going to be able to pay like, ten, or maybe not $10. I don't know what the, the scale of the Sea of Thieves in game shop is, but you'll be able to spend real life money to get Dave, or not Davy, uh, Jack Sparrow's fancy hat or whatever, so your pirate can wear it and stuff like that. I think Davy Jones looks great in that art style. I don't think that um, Johnny Depp does, though. I was disappointed. That we didn't get to see um, Will Turner. I, I don't like that we're never going to see him in a Pirates of the Caribbean thing ever again, it seems. Because um, he's significantly a better character than Jack Sparrow. Right, well, between um, the two actors, there's one that's like really looking for work, and then there's one that's not. All I'm saying is one of them's currently going through a very expensive divorce, so... Yeah. Still, my, my my I think my point still stands. I think, but yeah, definitely things to keep in mind. Um, all of Yakuza, the entire Yakuza franchise, is on Xbox now. I feel like this is a really big move for them because, like, it being on PlayStation Four was kind of like a a big thing for PS Four players, and you know. And they've brought a few of them to at least PC Game Pass. I don't know if they were on regular Game Pass before. But finally getting the rest of them on there, including the newest one, is a, a really big deal, I think. I hear good things about Like a Dragon. Okay, so... Battlefield, Battlefield 2042. Yeah, that sure is climate, huh? Yeah, sure is 128 players. Sure is a grappling hook. Sure is coming out on October 22nd, 2021. I'm sure people who play it would like it, but I just have... I don't really have the attention span to keep track of that many moving parts uh, paragliding mm. outside a superstorm that doesn't exist yet, but is a very real threat for our future. Yeah, I I think you could do fun stunts in it, like when they showed in the trailer the jeep flying off of a building to run into a helicopter. Some real Fast and the Furious shit. Ooh. So, so I'll look for the fun compilation videos, maybe, but... It's not for me either. Annapurna's 12 minutes. Finally getting like a, a final release date for that. That is coming out August 19th of this year. Yeah. We didn't see much from it, but I think this is the kind of game where I want to see as little of it as possible. Yeah, they showed like a good bit of it last E3 too. So again, that was two years ago, but like they did show off a few things. Um, Glad William Defoe gets to... uh be in a good video game was he in a bad one 
Uh, yes, he was a major character in David Cage's Beyond Two Souls, alongside oh. Elliot Page. Oh no! Yeah, they uh, the big picture, the the favorite picture that people like to share around is during like an interview thing that's got David Cage, Willem Dafoe, and Elliot Page, and both Elliot Page and Willem Dafoe just look like they're uh dead inside. Oh no! So um. Hopefully this one was a, a better experience for him. Speaking of a better experience, Psychonauts 2. Do you think they're going to put a meat circus in this one? I feel like this is probably the most of Psychonauts 2 that we've gotten yes. for a while. And like I think I've seen like a 30-minute presentation of like Tim Schafer just talking about it. That feels like it's probably true. They, they mostly showed off like a cinematic like announcement thing. And then we haven't gotten much since then. There was that, like, VR shooting one, I think, that was real. The Rhombus of Ruin or something like that. But yeah, Psychonauts 2. That'll be out in August 25th of this year. Surprisingly soon. Very surprisingly soon. Um, now it's time for Pete Hines to show up. He's gonna tell us about how there's ten more Bethesda games coming to Game Pass, including Skyrim and Doom Eternal. If you don't somehow already own Skyrim. It's just, I think at this point, they just really need to talk about anytime Skyrim releases on anything. Yeah, it's like a fun thing to say. It's like a fun Easter egg. Oh, what wacky place are they going to put Skyrim this time? I Okay, actually, here's what I think they should do. I think in Starfield, anytime you see a computer monitor, like if there's like a room full of computer monitors... There should be at least one or two that are hidden that have Skyrim on them, and it can be like hidden Mickeys. I think that's a really good one. That's just playing that opening scene. Anytime. Wow. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, God. Now I'm imagining. Um, all right. So do you know uh, Arkham Asylum with the Scarecrow stuff? Yes. Where, like, at one point it just, like, restarts the beginning of the game, except this time Batman's on the on the, the wheeled chair? Yes. Uh, what if just at some point during Starfield your character gets knocked out and it plays the intro to Skyrim? I mean, even just as, like, a side quest nonsense thing, if they did that, that would be, like, everything to me. They should put that in, like, any of their games. Just pick, just pick a game, Bethesda, and do that, and it would be very funny. If you drop that inside of a Fallout as, like, a side quest thing that happens when you eat a mushroom or something, like, it, it would it would be so, like, well covered up that you can just, like, have full deniability that after five minutes of Skyrim gameplay, you just, like, pop right back in, and it's just, like... Yes. Uh, bonus points if you go into the Skyrim intro, but you're still a Fallout character with a gun. Now I'm gonna get mad that they don't do it. Anyway, speaking of Fallout... Fallout 76 is getting a couple of updates, uh, including one next month uh, called Steel Rain. It has the Brotherhood of Steel and Super Mutants in it. Um, and then they're going to go back to the pit, which I believe was um, one of the DLCs for Fallout 3. And that'll be next year. Um, speaking of Bethesda Online games, Elder Scrolls Online getting another expansion later this year that finishes up a current running storyline. And also it's coming to the new console. So what did you think about Gang Beasts, but with actual beasts? What? Uh, the game Party Animals. It's the physics fighting game where it's all just animals. 
I mean, I guess. I'm sorry, like, I'm trying to, like, draw that line, but, like, it's, I'm, I'm having a hard time with the plushies. Mmm. It's just, any time that I look at them, they just seem, I don't know. Um, I forgot what, what it was called, but it was, like, um, Human Fall Flat or something. It was... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's basically just kind of, like, in the line of just ragdoll physics kind of as a gameplay element. In, like, mm-hmm. the controls, and, like, any time that I see it now, like, my mind instantly goes there first, because that's, like, the the only game that I've had, like, hands-on experience with. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, watching that and, like, inside of this party game-like aspect, it's just, like, I don't know. Like, gaming is weird. Gaming is incredibly weird. Like... E3 2021, gaming is weird. <laughs> yeah. Keep gaming weird. I mean, I don't hate it. I really don't. It's it. It looks phenomenal and it looks fun, and it's probably something that I would play with friends too. But well, you'll like, get to play it with those friends next year in 2022. <laughs> Sorry, I saw my opportunity for a segue. That's it's perfectly fine. I mean, if you could also mention that it's coming to Game Pass, that would be great. Listen, just pick um. I think basically for all of these, you can say it's coming to Game Pass except for three of them, and I don't remember which three. So for the folks at home, when I say a game, um, there's like, what are what's the odds on that? What's 27 out of 30? It, there's a 90% chance it's coming to Game Pass. Exactly like 90, huh? Oh yeah, Hades. Hades is going to be coming to... To Game Pass and the Xbox series of consoles. Yeah. And that'll be um, next was month. That- like, it showed a game box, so is that physical release as well? I think so. I think there's been a few uh, physical... I think they did, like, a Switch physical release and stuff, so... It's really good for Supergiant to, like, go from an indie darling to just, like, Game of the Year, BAFTA Award winner to, like, now so late in development being able to put out physical versions of it. The thing about Supergiant is that all of their games are really good. I still think Bastion rules. Uh, Transistor still is my favorite video game soundtrack from anything ever. Literally, it's like exactly my shit. Pyre's a good one too. Let's just say all of the let's just say all of the Super Giant games. <laughs> hey, have you played a Super Giant game yet? You should. Because you should. You can do the thing that I do, where, um, for some reason, despite loving all of Supergiant's games, you don't play them for, like, three years until after, like, until three years after they come out. Really excited for 2022 when I can finally play Hades. Hey, can you tell me about Somerville? I can tell you that it's some sort of, like, artsy alien invasion apocalyptic walk-around game, and that it's coming out in 2022. Definitely got a little bit of... I don't know, um, limbo and outside vibes with that, but also, like, different things coming up, too. Different camera angles, different, I don't know, elements that, um, were only brushed upon in other games, so. Like, moving left. Oh, yes. Did move left. Feels very much like one of those narrative games that you're there for the story more than much else. Um, so I'm excited to learn anything else about it. Other than its name and that it's coming out next year. 
Speaking of next year, before next year happens, you'll be able to play Halo Infinite. And you'll be able to play the Halo Infinite multiplayer for free. And on Series X, it'll be 120 frames per second. Now, did they mention that um, they were going to have cross-play available between the PC and the um, Xbox players? I don't know if they said the they were or not. I feel like they will, but they didn't like, say. They I don't did think. say that they wanted to have the multiplayer uh, uh, multiplayer up for free without any barriers. So I'm just thinking, like, what does what does that mean? Does that mean barriers like map expansions between people that if you don't buy them you don't get it or does that mean like barriers between like um platforms or does that mean like barriers like um i have to buy the main game in order to play it like there's several barriers here and i kind of need them to be a little bit specific well to answer one of your questions apparently back in april microsoft came out and said that halo infinite will support crossplay and cross progression on xbox and pc well, I want to thank Xbox for preemptively answering this uh, several months ago. Yeah, it's impressive, actually, that all of the information, or some most of the information they announced today, they did announce back in April, actually. <laughs> so I'm just reading parts of this uh, this news article, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's got uh, 120 frames per second, free-to-play multiplayer, <laughs> etc., etc. It's funny. Um, they did a story trailer. There's a new Cortana AI looking thing. Um, and they showed some multiplayer gameplay. It's Energy Sword Sunday. Uh, somebody hookshotting like an explosive barrel thing. Oh yeah. Actually, I was really, I thought it was really neat that you could, uh, hookshot a gun off the ground to grab it from a distance. That was cool. I I played a lot of Halo multiplayer when I was in high school, and I think with it being free, I might be able to start playing... I might be able to convince some people to play Halo multiplayer. You might be able to convince me. I mean, I know that already the cosmetic of the Spartan Samurai armor kind of looks pretty cool, and I kind of want that too, so... I loved the uh, the cosmetic stuff in uh, Halo Reach, and when I, I recently... I say recently, it was like a year ago now, I bought the, the Master Chief collection, but they... They really made it a lot harder to get all of the cosmetics in that game. So I'm a little upset about that. So hopefully it's still easy to get in this new one. And it's not like Battle Pass stuff. Um, later this year, on September 23rd, Diablo 2 Resurrected will come out. Um, and I don't like being the person who do- like judges a game based off of a trailer I saw at E3. Um... And I don't have any, like, experience with Diablo 2. But this game looks like shit. Yeah, I think there's a lot that was trying to go into preserving the old that they really didn't kind of expand on anything. Just kind of... I don't know. Like, I get because they have that thing where you can swap back and forth between the graphics like they did for uh, the Halo 1 anniversary thing. Um, But... They didn't like smooth out any of the inf- uh, the animations or anything for the new graphics mode, so it's just slightly nicer looking graphics doing the same like really, really can't like like it. It's like they were like we can have better images now, but it has to move at the same frames as the last thing, and it's like you you could do more now. You could like I understand that they can't move faster or like the the moves have to work the same and like the physics has to be the same. 
but I feel like you could have made the animations a little nicer. Yeah, I don't think that there could have, like, there had to be a one-to-one on that one, but, like, it was I guess... It was rough looking. Um, the best Blizzard games that you could ever play came out 20 years ago. I heard that last, uh, that last, um, what was it, uh, the, the collection thing they did was pretty decent. They had the Vikings and the rock and roll racing. Oh, okay. 30 years ago. Um, Plague Tale Requiem. That comes out next year. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of rats. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought they were, like, scarabs. I couldn't tell what they were because they were just moving so fast, but I'm assuming it's rats. Yes. Um, my partner's been playing this game. You do play in France during the Black Plague, which is kind of a bad place during a bad time. And, like, you gotta deal with that. Um, if you like bleak games like, um, The Line, man, or, like, the first, or, like, the first few Far Cries, just, just stuff that's just, like, kind of bleak, you might like it. It's kind of depressing. Uh, not to, like, sound like I'm disparaging Locke at all, but it does sound like a game Locke would like. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, a lot of, like, things that, that put your character into, like, uncomfortable situations to see the stuff that comes out of them, and it's, like, it's great for that. Like, and that's a good genre. It's not personally something that I would go for, but it's, it's really doing something with the narrative of video game that, like, not a lot of other places are doing. It's less wish fulfillment and it's more like what can i take from you and how can i make the thing that i took from you important i'm interested to learn uh more um i imagine i will be doing so in the near future if it is coming out sometime next year um fuck far cry 6 we're gonna move past that to slime rancher 2 that's fine I mean, like, the only thing i could say about the far cry 6 uh thing is that it, it they probably should have used that one at Ubisoft instead of what they did use at Ubisoft. Yeah, um, it's just been an ongoing thing for this coverage where uh, I just have had a, a, a hard stance of fuck Far Cry 6. Okay, that is fair. Slime Rancher 2, though, I do like because initially when we see the entire world, it is filled with so much color. And when I started playing the first Slime Rancher, I do have to say what really kind of like got me to start petering out of it was just how much the starting area just looked so boring Mm -hmm. inside the canyon space. Um, But being able to show just like visually what they could be able to do with the Slime Rancher and like just the different combinations of colors and lights... Um, I think you could be able to, it's, it's definitely like having your slime and eating it too. Tasty. Uh, yeah, it, it seems good. I, I, I hear a lot of good things about Slime Rancher 1. I imagine Slime Rancher 2 will be just as good. Uh, that'll come out next year in 2022. Um, so now for this next game, I don't actually know what the title is. So I'm just going to call it Shredders Shredders. Because the title is the word Shredders, but with the word Shredders written over it. 
Shredder's Shredder's Works, yeah. I think that's the new title for it, no matter what it was before. They should have called it Shredageddon, because they did start the trailer with someone saying Shredageddon, and that's a much better name than Shredder's Shredder's. Now, did we see much besides just snowboarding? It was just snowboarding. Hill? And you can just snowboard in, on December of this year. Which is weird that they're doing like a, just a snowboarding game while Ubisoft is doing this game that's like, all right, so you can snowboard and you can uh, mountain bike and you have jetpacks and it's like a, a weird trans. It definitely seems like this is supposed to be like more focused and maybe more like a skate three style, but for snowboarding. But it's hard to tell when we weren't shown much. What can you tell me about Atomic Heart? I can tell you that the entire time that trailer was on, I was dancing in my seat um, because they, they picked some good music for that trailer. Um, I literally don't know anything about it, though. It 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 seems like um kind of like a Dishonored sort of uh, in that like first person you have powers kind of way. Uh, but they they had a man- mannequin do a really cool kick. I feel like they they really did do a lot to kind of like show off the visuals and the setting, but I still don't know what the gameplay's like. So it's a fun trailer to watch, though. It is. It is. So I'm I'm excited to hear more about it. Uh, speaking of fun trailers to watch, replaced coming next year. Is like a pixely game, and I thought it was going to be a horror game at the beginning, but then it turns a lot more action-y towards the end. Um, very well animated, very beautiful art. Like, just technically impressive with how uh, how the pixels look. Now, seeing the style of it and seeing the term replaced, like, immediately, like, my mind goes to Replicant. It goes to, like, Blade Runner. Do you feel that that's kind of what we're going to get with kind of a... Ooh, it could be. Because I did get a lot of, like, a neon noir type feeling from it. Or at least, like, you know, a feeling like it could be there. A better representation for it than, like, most cyberpunk would be, you know? Mm-hmm. Very cool visual style. Um, I would, I would like to learn more. <laughs> That's the thing is a lot of these games that are set to come out next year are games where I'm like, well, I would like to learn more about this, if you don't mind. Um, Grounded is still a game. It still exists. They're doing a big update. The Shroom and Doom update. They're adding sitting and pets and a horrible spider. Yeah, they did get to show off the horrible spider. And they did get to show off their arachnophobia mode. Which I'm thankful for as an arachnophobe, but I kind of wish they might have started with that because, oh my goodness, I'd rather have not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the arachnophobia mode has been a thing that's been in like in the game since launch, but it definitely um, is good that they used it for part of the trailer at least. Yes, I do know. Like for me personally, that's kind of like one of the things that kept me away. But hearing about an arachnophobia mode kind of does ease my own expectations. I think. It could do some good, especially with some younger players who could be coming from a Minecraft experience and wanting to jump to another experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this update that has the sitting and the pets and the horrible spider will be coming this month on June 30th. Among Us. It's getting some updates, including a 15-player lobbies, 
and a whole lot of other stuff that I couldn't quite parse. Someone was picking guns up off of a table. Oh, that's a that's a chore you do. I don't think you get to use them. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure because they were adding a sheriff to the game. I'm like, is there going to be a game mode where just everybody can kill people? Well, the sheriff will. I mean, like, the sheriff role has been in the mod community. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't... Like, this is, like, seeing it official. It kind of makes you wonder if they're going to give it that faithful recreation of how everybody knows it inside of the mod as an official role for everybody mm-hmm. or if they're going to do something their own to it so that'll be interesting to find out when it finally does happen eventually yes i, I thought they gave a date at the top but i missed it and um and they didn't say it again at the end um aiden chronicle Aiden is that chronicle. how you pronounce it that's how i'm gonna pronounce it aiden chronicle hundred heroes and aiden chronicle rising uh, it looks like an, well, 100 Heroes looks like one of those HD 2D Square Enix games, but with like Ragnarok online sprites, um, bark. Um, it's, that one's coming out in 2023. Aiden Chronicle Rising is coming out in 2022. Uh, it seems like a game that probably has a bunch of entries that I don't know about. <laughs> it's like one of those. I mean, they did do a good job with the graphics in it and... I don't know. Does is it a tactics game? I think it's just like an action RPG. I think it's is it maybe like from what I could tell of the trailer, it might be like a two D Tales game. I don't know. I really could not tell you. I was too busy looking at all of the art. Um, can you tell me if it's coming to Xbox Game Pass? I can't, but I'm pretty sure it is. With ninety percent certainty. Ninety percent certainty. Um, later next month on the 29th, we're the the ascent will be out. It's like a cyber dystopia isometric shooty game. It's got co op in it. That's all I can say about it. Age of Empires 4 will be coming out this year on the 28th of October. I reached out to Lava because I know Lava watches some Age of Empires 2 streams, and according to Lava, every version of Age of Empires is incredibly different. So who knows uh, if any of the community will move on to this one. Um, Outer Worlds 2. What did you think of this trailer? Uh, At first, I was annoyed because I don't really like when things end up being meta. Mm -hmm. But as it started going further into it and like really seemed to be taking the piss out of like E3 presentations altogether, it just seems like, wow, this... They're laying a spike trap down for, like, the PlayStation 4 now with anything that they're going to do if they do any of this shit. And also, they kind of step in their own spike track just a little bit before this, too. Um, but, like, when I did see that it was The Outer Worlds 2, it kind of did feel like, oh, okay, it's okay if these guys make this joke because they kind of do make this meta-commentary about big businesses like inside of their games so like to have that self-criticism it's kind of like i don't know yeah i i don't know if i like it it's a thing uh personally it it feels like if you're gonna make this joke maybe you should be making a game that is like not just like a, a game you know like it's not it's not just the same first person uh 
shooting RPG that half of video games are. Honestly, I would have loved it completely if it started off like this and like it pulled into like a completely different art style or something and like just went for something that was like completely different. Like if they just said like we're rare Rare and Microsoft are working on Banjo Banjo 3. This is what we started the trailer with. Ha ha, it's not actually this. And then then just like start the music up. And then like, it's just like. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. The entire time as it was like doing these jokes of like, you know, big, the big games of like modern games. I was sitting here thinking like, is this going to be a Conquer trailer? Are they doing a new Conquer game? Is that what's happening? And Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, I guess we were both thinking about Rare in, in that moment, but... Yeah, because it feels like, oh, this is a funny, like, joking meta-commentary trailer. It should be something that's very different from that. And instead, it's something that's actually just that. That is true. I mean, like, on its face, The Outer Worlds 2 just very much has this same attitude baked into the entire game. And, like, while it kind of works for the game... It also doesn't work for, like, talking about it, and also doesn't always work for the game itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but it kind of was a bit better than the reveal when they revealed Metroid Prime 4. Oh, I, you also probably don't know about what my idea of what they're going to do about Metroid Prime 4. Oh, you're going to have to tell me right now, because I mentioned it. Yes, uh, so I've been talking about how every this is the year of Left 4 Dead games. They're, they're going to rename it. It's going to be Metroid 4 Prime, and it's going to be you and three friends, all in power armor suits, fighting uh, aliens. You know, if they gave us that, um, I don't even think I would be disappointed. I just think I would just, like, feel like, finally, we can just, like, move games away from, like the names that are beholden to it. Like, there's no Madden game with actually John Madden in it anymore. No. Names don't mean anything. Just slap anybody on anything. Put Funky Kong in it. Put Funky Kong in a Metroid. Put Funky Kong in it. Donkey Kong Country, Left for Dead style game, where you play as four Kongs and you're fighting Kremlins, um, and you have uh, your, your coconut gun. You know, the one. Anyways, Microsoft Flight Simulator coming to Xbox. They're putting Top Gun in it. I mean, I don't... I don't know what I was expecting with that, but... um, I mean, with another thing coming to to Xbox now, and with 90% accuracy, Xbox Game Pass... Oh, that one for sure will be because it's on PC Game Pass. Um, And probably was also on Game Pass for uh, Xbox One. This will be coming to the series, Xbox series. Uh, speaking of Game Pass, Forza Horizon 5, coming out this year, in November, on November 9th. I almost uh, didn't care about it. I almost didn't, until they said the word minigames. Is what, you weren't in on the, um, the previously established Forza car battle royale that they put in Forza Horizon 4? Listen, battle royales come and go, but... Pinata bash? I thought you were going to say, but Mexico is forever. I mean, it kind of 
isn't. It's been like several different territories that have owned it, including France. So who, yeah. who knows? But um, they did. They do have authentic Mexican sky, and having been to Mexico, yeah, it kind of looks like that. Uh, the footage they showed, I was like actually very impressed by, um, like visually, like just like, oh, this is the stuff of we got ray tracing on the Series X. So here's some shots of the game looking really pretty. And I'm like, wow, that game looks really fucking pretty. I think it's neat that they're adding custom game modes. That's fun. That's a fun that, thing to do. That is. I, I could. I mean, not not that I could be able to find that many friends that would want to do this with me. Spend well, an me entire afternoon just doing piñatas. Let me tell you something. I will probably be buying like a month of Game Pass to play Forza Horizon 5 on my computer. Um, I played a, a good bit of Forza Horizon 4 on my computer with Game Pass after I built it. And I just... I like a good racing game, and it's been a while since I've gotten to play one, and Forza Horizon, like, the Forza Horizon series are just good good ones of those. Um, and this one is such a visually a fine game that I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, Phil, Phil Spencer finally shows up at the end of the, end of the conference. Uh, he mentions, he says the words Fable, and he says the word Perfect Dark. Do we uh, see either of those? We see it like a frame of like a really high def Joanna Dark, like in silhouette, and there was like a a canned thing from I think a previous Fable trailer or something. Um, but it's like as part of that sizzle reel. So, don't don't be surprised if that happens uh, next year or something. They like show off footage of those. Um, but he's gonna hit us with that one more thing. Arcane Studios, their new game, is an open-world immersive shooter with co-op. It's a Left 4 Dead, but vampires and techno-magic. It looks this very cool trailer. Um, It's called Redfall. It'll be coming out next summer. I think, well, honestly, I think it's uh, stylistically very good. I've liked all of the character concepts. They're all, oops, all Van Helsing's. Um, just chock-a-block full of just neat little things that people just thought, what what would be a fun way to kill a vampire? You know? It's a machine gun with a a steak bayonet on it, is what it is, apparently. Also, a UV light bomb of some kind happened. Yeah. That was fun. The, that one... The one character can make uh, magic elevators. That look like old-timey elevators. Yeah. I It's one of those things where I couldn't tell if it was like actually magic or because she had like some cybernetics on the back of her hand. I'm going to presume it's magic. It's, it looks like magic for all intents and purposes. Yeah. I do see the enemies kind of also using a magic kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. magic in this universe. That's... You already got me with vampires. Like, I can accept that, you know? They have that cute robot sidekick who gets the, the one character a slushy. Um, character designs on it look really good. I do see that there are just, like, a lot more pushes to get um, diversified teams um, in these Left for Dead situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
a lot of it you know kind of is predictable but just seeing the little bits of it like it's still cool um i, I thought one of the characters the 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 one that we kept doing all of the recording on his phone i thought it was going to be like an influencer type character but it's extremely more of like a researcher and that's really neat yeah i mean i think that's they also kind of went into this idea that if people are going to be spending this time with the characters that they kind of make them a lot much more likable so they end up being less like one-liner dispensers and more you know like there's something there yeah i i am i'm excited uh for a lot of these games actually uh i i didn't believe how excited i got looking at that force of footage um, it just really, really caught me off guard. Uh, personally, I think that this has been like the, the best thing right now, like advertisement for getting Game Pass, because whether you got yourself a brand new system that doesn't have that much games on it, and you don't want to break the bank just getting, you know, $70 titles, or if you're just like still rocking some older hardware and just kind of like still want to play some pretty cool stuff that's you know current now you still got that option that's it's pretty dope i think it fits in a well with like how a lot of people do play games now mm-hmm. and it's like i think they got me i think i gotta get game pass sometime would you like me to read what's currently on game pass pc this is not a paid advertisement this is just me doing due diligence as a journalistic reporter uh, hit me with it. Age of Empires. Age of Empires 2. Age of Empires 3. Alien Isolation. Among Us. Ape Out. Ark Survival Evolved. Ark's Fatalis. Astroneer. Backbone. Battle Chasers Night War. Battlefield 3. Battlefield 4. Battlefield 1 Revolution. Battlefield Hardline. Battletech. Battletoads. Bleeding Edge. Bridge Constructor Portal. Burnout Paradise Remastered. A Plague Tale Innocence. A Way Out. Anthem. Battlefield 5. Blair Witch, Carrion, Celeste, Children of Morta, Cluster Truck, Code Vein, Command and Conquer Remastered, Company of Heroes 2, Control, Crackdown 3, Cricket 19 for Windows 10, Crosscode, Crusader Kings 3, Crisis 3, Crisis, Crisis 2, Cyber Shadow, Darkest Dungeon, Darksiders Genesis, Day of the Tentacle Remastered, Dead by Daylight for Windows, Cardo, City Skylines, Conan Exiles, Crossing Souls, Dead by Daylight for Windows again. Okay. Dead Cells, Dead Space, Dead Space 2, Dead Space 3, Deep Rock Galactic, Descended. I wasn't expecting to see this many games. It wasn't this many games last time I opened it up. Desperados 3, Destroy All Humans, Dirt 5, Disgaea 4 Complete Plus, Dishonored 2, Dishonored, Disneyland Adventures, Don't Starve Giant Edition, Donut County, Doom 1993, Doom 3, Doom 64, Doom Eternal Standard Edition, Doom 2, Classic, Double Kick Heroes, Downwell, Dragon Age 2, Dragon Quest Builders 2. Wow, that's on PC game. Okay, hold on. <laughs> gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. <laughs> Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. I can't, we're not even halfway there. <laughs> Dungeon Keeper, Dungeon Keeper 2, EA Sports, FIFA 20, East Shade, Empire of Sin, Endless Space 2 Deluxe Edition, Enter the Gungeon, Europe, sorry, Europa Universalis 4, F1 2019, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Feh, FIFA 19, FIFA 21, Final Fantasy 7 Windows Edition, Final Fantasy 8 Remastered, Final Fantasy 10, 10, 2 Remastered, Final Fantasy 12 The Zodiac Age, Five Nights at Fred, oh, we're gonna skip over those. Fuck that guy. Um... <laughs> Oh, it's just going to keep repeating these for a second. It won't let me scroll past them. <laughs> I'm Gotta stuck in an end- endless all. loop. Xbox Game Pass. Okay, finally got past the endless loop. Um, 
Football Manager 2021, Football Manager 2021 Xbox Edition, Forager, Forza Horizon 4, Forza Horizon 7. I got sent back to Final Fantasy again. What is happening? Let me continue, please. We'll make. Uh, we'll never make it to the G's. Um, it's giving me all the way to the M's. <laughs> I can't explain what is visually happening with this app when I'm scrolling. It's just trapping me in an endless loop of Final Fantasy and Five Nights. That sounds... It's a nightmare. <laughs> wow. Alright, maybe if I make the window bigger, it'll not break. Oh, okay, alright. <clears throat> Frostpunk, full throttle remastered. I don't know why I'm continuing this bit. Uh, a bunch of Gears of War. Golf with your friends. Grim Fandango, Grounded. Guacamelee, all of the Halos. Literally all of the Halos. There's so much Halo. I'm just gonna only mention important ones now. Human Fall Flat, you mentioned that one earlier. That's on here. Hypnospace Outlaw, that's on here. Knockout City, that's on here. Madden NFL 19, Madden NFL 20, Madden NFL 21. Those are all on here. Do you want to play the Mass Effect games? Those are on here. Let's see. Oh no, it's sending me into an infinite loop again. Uh, all of those Need for Speed games? Most of them are on here. Night in the Woods, that's on here. Octopath Traveler, that's on here. Bunch of Plants vs. Zombies. Psychonauts 1, there we go, that's on here. You can play that. Sea of Thieves, saw that update coming, that's on here. Slime Rancher 1, that's on here, you can play that, get ready for the second one. Why is this list so much longer than I was remembered it being? Uh, yeah, there's Skyrim. Uh-huh. The Sims I mean, 3, it... Sims 4, both on here. Outer Worlds on here also. You're about to say something? Yeah, I mean, like, there was... They're adding things, like, as we speak now because of the conference. Like, it's just... If Skyrim's on there, that means they did add, like, nine other titles to it, so... Uh-huh. Undertale, that's on here bunch of wolfenstein it's on here all of those yakuza's yeah so much stuff on here all right i'm sorry for dragging you through that bit i i really thought it was going to be much shorter wow well that it it taught us a lesson that game pass has game it does have game you need game you can find it oh i didn't mention the last announcement from the xbox games showcase which is the Xbox mini fridge. It's a mini fridge that looks like an Xbox. I mean, it's what people are like really joked for it being about. It's just surprising for me how fast they jumped on it and made it their own. I need to see, um, here, hold on. Let me look at an article about it because they showed the inside of it and it didn't really look like it's got. Okay. It's got two shelves that'll fit like energy drink cans standing up and then one that'll fit it lying sideways. Uh, okay. Capable of holding 10 12-ounce cans of beer, soda, or your beverage of choice. Just they 10? Have, just 10. Just 10 12-ounce cans. So I might, I was even wrong about it being energy drink cans, because those are 16. And even still, that's like... They don't sell them in 10 packs. No. Um, there's no price yet, either. Wait. Okay, sorry. They'd also previously made, before the it, the, the system launched... The full-sized Xbox Series X fridge. Not a mini-fridge, full-size fridge. Here's a picture of Snoop, Snoop Dogg standing next to one. Oh my god. That fridge is $500. But you couldn't purchase one, they were only giving them away. As part of competitions. That is... Um... Uh, very... Huh. Yeah. I mean, like, I know what I've said about them. I didn't really think that they would kind of follow up with that and just make it their own thing but hey 
I mean, more power to them, I guess. Yeah. If you want uh, a mini fridge that looks like your console of choice, um, and your console of choice happens to be an Xbox Series X, then good news for you. I don't know how much it'll cost you. <laughs> Sony, your move. Uh, the only thing Sony could do is make a PlayStation 5-shaped router. That's the only thing it looks like. I don't know. They can go retro and make like a PlayStation 3 George Foreman grill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like a Panini press. But that's that's the most of ideas I'm going to give them for free. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm trying to think of like a PlayStation 2 slim shaped DVD case. And even then, um, I'm not quite sure that that would no. work more than just like a regular DVD case. Uh... I don't think there's anything else we can talk about Xbox unless you want to talk about the sizzle reel, and I was not able to shazam that song. No, the sizzle reel just showed a bunch of stuff that we've seen uh, and talked about now. Um, So I think it's time for plugs. Janine, where can you be found on the internet if you'd like to be found? You can be able to find me on Twitter at Janine Juliet. You can be able to find a podcast that I do called My Favorite Pokemon. It's a Pokemon podcast where I sit down with a cool trainer to talk about their favorite Pokemon. It is a hobby podcast that I haven't posted in a while, but if you want something more up-to-date, you can go check me out at Established Property Playhouse, a podcast where I sit in regularly, and we should be starting our Fallout campaign soon. Ooh, timely. Look look for that when it shows up eventually, next month, I think. Mm, Exciting. Um, All right. Uh, You can find me here continuously. For the next couple of days, I have built myself a, um, I've dug my own hole, and now I have to refill the hole in order to get out. I think you have enough Doritos and Mountain Dew to help you out. This was my last Mountain Dew, so probably not. I'll have to, like, order some Taco Bell and have them just pour the Mountain Dew into the hole. I hope DoorDash has enough space for you to put in that special request. Anyways, um... It's socially distant just to chuck it on down, really. Yeah, I'll just, I'll stand down here in this hole and you just, like, waterfall it down to me. It'll be fine. Uh, any, anyways, uh, How do we, how do we end videos game? Well, I, uh, I haven't, usually. I just sort of, uh, just stutter and, um, awkwardly work my way through of saying, uh, goodbye, goodbye, we'll see you next time. Here at E at E three.